Circle podcast, Finding Your Way Home. I'm your host, Gillian McMichael, and I'm looking forward to taking you on a journey of self-discovery as we explore insightful and inspirational topics that will help you find your way back home to your authentic self. In today's episode, we are talking about letting go to let come so we can create some space for something new. When going on any journey, it's important you take with you what you need and only what you need. But most of us always pack more, always carry more than we need to, just in case. I've always had that habit of stuffing my suitcase to the full, leaving no room for anything else. Mindset encourages us to carry more than we need. I might need this. Should I bring that? just in case. Our luggage bursting to the seams, backpacks so heavy, we end up with sore shoulders, stiff necks and back pain. Carrying a heavy load is what most of us do all of our lives. That heavy load becomes familiar. It's the emotional baggage that no longer serves as well. But we hold on to it just in case. The just in case mindset is something we've become accustomed to. But what would happen if you decided to let go of all your baggage? You decided to get rid of it all. What would that space give you? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. How to let go of what we don't need so we can genuinely create some space for something new. to your true self, we have to release the past so we can enter our future. To do this, we need to focus on letting go to let come. Now, this concept was created by Otto Sharma, and we're going to be using his philosophy to help us in this next step of our journey together. If you can fully master letting go of your past, those things that are no longer working for you, then you'll be able to move forward freely with a fresh energy and a new purpose. There'll be nothing pulling you back and you will be free of your old habits and old patterns of living. And as you move closer to coming home to your true self, you will have the space that you need within. So for you to get there to where you belong, you must acknowledge the person you once were is not the person you are now. The person who played those roles, the person who held themselves in patterns of behavior must be let go of so the truest version of yourself can emerge. Like any transformation, something needs to end for something new or refined to emerge. Just like the caterpillar in its cocoon, it lets go and succumbs to its full transformation and after a period of time, a butterfly emerges. When I moved beyond my fear and limiting beliefs, I thought I'd mastered everything. Life was going to be amazing. And to many extents, it was. But as we know, the universe always has a way of testing you, checking that the lesson that was taught had been learned and fully mastered. I had learned to tame my fear, manage my ego. But as I stepped into my new world, I started to notice some cracks appearing. Hairline cracks, just small ones, but ones that I did not want to deepen or widen. I'd accepted my past and appreciated where I was in my journey. And I knew 
if I continued to give myself love and compassion, then I would find my way back home to the true me. But what became apparent was that I hadn't truly let go of all of it. I was still carrying a heavy load. My backpack still had the remains of my past. Now, our past is important to us. Without the past, we wouldn't be where we are today, and we certainly wouldn't be who we are today. Accepting it and appreciating it for what it has given us is important. But it doesn't mean to say that we have to continue to carry it around with us for the rest of our lives. We have the choice to let some of it or all of it go. So let's explore this concept a little bit further. So imagine you're carrying a backpack around. It's with you every day. It's heavy and it's full of all the emotional baggage from your past. Some of that baggage will be things you definitely want to keep. But some of it will be stuff that you genuinely really want to get rid of. You want to unpack it, you want to offload it, and you want to leave it behind. Because if you hold on to all the baggage and continue to take all of it with you, there will be no room for anything new. So as we walk towards the future, we've got to create that space so we can experience new things, meet new people, explore what life has to offer. But when we're up here chock-a-block, full to the brim, there just isn't room for anything new to come through. And then what will happen is over time, we will go back to our old ways of feeling, being and doing as the backpack will weigh heavy and we will over time succumb once again to who we were, not who we are meant to become. Letting go is hard. And if you don't find that space, you won't be able to move forward in the way that you want to. But what happens when you tip your backpack upside down and let all the content spill out onto the floor? You empty every item out. You get to see what you're carrying around. And more importantly, you get the chance to decide if you want to throw some stuff away or repack some of it. This is a really important lesson for us all to learn. You don't have to carry around your past, your baggage forever. You can simply choose what you want to leave behind and what you want to take with you. So to do this, you must let go to let come. So how do we do this? Most want the easiest route from A to B, the quickest route. But that won't sustain the transformational change that needs to take place. For true transformation to take place, we must make and remove some of that cynicism, our critical companion, all of those things that we've had before. Being cynical is something that we've all experienced. And at times throughout our lives, we will have experienced others being cynical to us and vice versa. This is not good or healthy trait to have. It will have a negative impact on you and how you think and feel. And it will keep your mind closed. So we wanna remove our cynical friend. And with this, though, when our cynical friend arises and comes in, it creates suspicion, catastrophizing, all or nothing thinking. And when your cynical friend appears, it tries to keep your desires, needs and wants at bay. It will make you think the worst and you'll have a hard time seeing the good in anything. It is difficult to make the transition from closed minded to open minded. 
And if you've been following the exercises from the last two episodes, you will notice that I have been gently opening your mind. You, of course, have had free will to do the exercises or not, yet each conversation we've had has been inviting you to take a step closer to who you really are. So all I ask as we embark on this next step is for you to be open to three things. One, keep an open mind. Two, keep an open heart. And three, have open will. All three must be open at the same time. Your mind, your heart and your will. And here lies the challenge. There must be an alignment of all three open at the same time and for them to remain open. So let me share a little bit more about this with you. Say, for example, you could have an open mind, yet if fear is present, your heart will not be free and won't be open. Your ego will be protecting it. And if you open your heart, maybe you're longing to make that change, but your critical companion is hanging around, then your mind will close itself down. And if both mind and heart are closed, you will never open your will. So if you can imagine a golden thread that kind of runs from the crown of your head all the way down to the soles of your feet. And when aligned, that thread connects head, heart and will. But when not aligned, we will find that only parts of us are open. And that's when we can become disconnected. And when this happens, we need to kind of reverse back into ourselves, like a car reversing into a parking space. We need to do that within ourselves to get back into position and to become fully aligned. So how do you align your mind, heart and will? An open mind is where you suspend judgment of self and others. It's not about restricting your thinking in any way. It's about seeing with fresh eyes. Having an open mind is about giving yourself permission to see things from a new perspective, not just focusing on what you're familiar with. You'll have curiosity about the possibilities that are open to you. And once the mind is open, it needs to remain open. Staying open requires a commitment and will take practice. But the more you allow your mind to be open, there will be no inner chatter. You will have clarity of thoughts and clarity in your decision making. The next step is then to unlock your heart. When you introduce an open heart, the feelings and emotions that go with that immediately feel different. We become more aware of our emotional connection. This awareness raises our own self-understanding and our heart starts to trust. We know how we feel. Having an open heart means that you have a strong belief in your abilities. You are kind to yourself and others. You're open to being vulnerable. And instead of seeing vulnerability as a weakness, you embrace it as your biggest superpower. You will experience compassion, kindness, forgiveness warmth, generosity and gratitude. And then the final unlocking that needs to take place is your will. Having an open will means there is a readiness and a willingness that you can't ignore. You are opening up to emergence, infinite possibilities. Open will is the magic you have inside of you. It is where your true self resides, your sense of self, the person who you really are. When aligned, you connect with your sense of knowing, but in a much deeper way than you've ever done before. And when you're fully aligned and open, 
you will take a mindful approach to your life. And in that moment, you will let go of your past and welcome in your present. You will be centered, grounded and feel whole. When I was fully aligned, I decided to write a letter to my past. I felt compelled to release myself, give myself permission to move on and let this process do what it needed to do. I needed to let go to let come. So I'm going to share with that letter just now. Dear past, I want to thank you for being in my life. You have brought me challenges that I did not want or ask for. You have hurt me and brought me pain. I no longer want you in my life. Past experiences have made me who I am. I have learned from them, but the feelings of shame, humiliation, guilt and pain do not work for me any longer. Like a badge of honour, I have worn them, but they have not honoured me in the same way. I believe I should be honoured now. I've been angry for such a long time. I've been critical of myself and others for way too long. I've been critical of myself and I've held myself back in fear of further humiliation and pain. I've stopped myself from fully participating in my life through my childhood and adolescence and womanhood. I want to be released from your grip. I am letting go of the shame I have felt and the humiliation I have held onto and the guilt for not feeling worthy or good enough. I'm grateful for the experiences that you have given me, but it is time to bid each other farewell. I no longer need you. Thank you and goodbye humiliation. Thank you and goodbye guilt. And thank you and goodbye shame. There is no place anymore for you within me and I choose to release you, to let you go so I can be free. I am honouring the whole of me. Farewell, Gillian. The important thing about doing a ritual like this is for you to burn what you've written down afterwards. As we don't want to keep it, we don't want to hold on to it, we want to let it go. By doing this, I'd forgiven myself and I let go of what was not serving me well. I was enough and I no longer needed to prove that to anyone. I believed that if I let go, I would end up with nothing. But life revealed quite the opposite. Letting go to let come is the real path to freedom. The path that will walk you back home to your true self. So as we start to bring our conversation to a close, I'd like to remind you that you too can make this transition. You can at any point turn over the page and enter a new chapter in your life. You can develop a new narrative one that will allow you to make choices on what you want to accomplish in your life. You can remove any obstacle in the way. The road ahead can be clear. And when you start making different choices, you will stop worrying about the what ifs and focus on what you have to gain. All you need to do is open your mind, open your heart and open your will. I would love you to write a letter to your past to release yourself, to give yourself permission to move on. And by doing this, you too can let go to let come. This is the next step in coming home, back to your true self. If I can do this, I know you can too. I want to thank you for joining me today. I've enjoyed having this conversation with you. 
See you next time when we're going to be talking about living with joy. So until then, stay well and see you soon.